Jessica, and this is Teba K Rambles, where a couple of friends review Korean dramas, and we're back out of hiatus really fast to do a review with two of my really good friends. I've got Sammy from Korean from Context slash BL Buddies podcast. Hey, Sammy, what's up? Hello. And I have Liliana with me from Tian Soju podcast. How are you, Liliana? I'm good, thank you. How are you? I'm doing well. So we were just giggling before we got on this podcast, talking about a whole other thing, which is Only for Love, the currently airing C-drama with Wong Hudi and Bai Bai Lu. Yeah, so we'll just be throwing that out there. I'll just be switching my brain (laughs) over. Switched. (laughs) We've been, uh, yeah, so we basically have to change gears here to talk about Duna. And the reason why we're doing this podcast is because Sammy really wanted to talk about Duna. And she was like, are you going to cover Duna? Have you watched it? And I was like, no, I hadn't. And then Liliana was also like, I'll volunteer as tribute to talk about Duna with you guys. So then this trio came to be. And I have not made it a secret about (laughs) my feelings on Duna as I've been watching. It's taken me longer than usual to watch nine episodes of a show. But we are finally here to talk about it, hash it out, and just have a good time. So before we do, if this is your first time listening, thank you so much. Go ahead and subscribe on your favorite podcast app. We're on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and many more. And if you like us, please give us a review on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Also, come check us out on social media to stay up to date on our latest episodes and reviews and content and TikToks and everything else. You can find us on Twitter, X formerly Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok at TebakPod. And if you're a fan, please consider becoming a patron. It is such a great way for you to get involved and show your support. You can check out the page on patreon.com slash alwayscriticpod. And thank you. Shout out to our patrons, Curtis Bale, Cindy City, Alana, Grace, Lorna, Caitlin, Sammy, Tanmei, Michelle, Adya, and Aaron. Thank you so much for being patrons. So I'll just go ahead and give the Asian wiki synopsis, go through the cast, which is not very extensive, and then we'll just like get into it. Okay. Sounds good, ladies. Yeah. I'm ready. I'm already Uh. laughing. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) The Asian wiki synopsis reads, Iduna was a member of an idol girl group. She was the main vocalist and the most popular member of the group, but she suddenly announced her retirement. She now stays at a shared house located near university and rarely goes out. Meanwhile, Yi Won-jun is a university student. He's warm-hearted, ordinary. <laughs> the fact that they call him ordinary is pretty funny. Yeah. Okay. Warm-hearted, ordinary young man without anything special in his background. He begins to stay at the shared house where Iduna resides. His warm heart gives Iduna comfort. They get attracted to each other. <laughs> that's basically it. So yeah. that's, that's, that's it. That's the story. That's it. That sums it up. Perfect. Yeah. That's all nine episodes. Yeah. So it aired on October 20th, 2023. So we are less than a month after its complete airing. All nine episodes dropped at the same time on Netflix. It is directed by actually a very like prolific director. We have Lee Jong-kyo and he's directed Romance is a Bonus Book, The Good Wife, My First Time, A Witch's Love, Heartless City, In Need of Romance 2012. But most importantly, this man has directed Crash Landing on You. Oh, that yeah. makes sense. That makes a lot mm-hmm. of sense. Mm. 
but one of my faves uh-huh. aha <laughs> <laughs> you and like 50 million other people i know right? it's like, it's i know so, so popular so it was written by min song ah who also wrote the web comic that this is based on which i believe is called the girl downstairs and who is the girl downstairs it is bay suzy she plays duna she's been in anna startup vagabond while you were sleeping uncontrollably fond goo family book Dream High. We've actually covered this is the fourth drama from Susie that we've covered on the podcast because we did Dream High while you were sleeping and startup. So there's episodes for each one of those shows in the back catalog. How do you guys feel about her? How do you guys feel about Susie? Um, I think <laughs> a big like breath before. <laughs> Because, like, I will say, she's a very, like, divisive actress. Like, lots of people really love her when they really, really love her. Like, they are very vocal about it. True. That's uh, great. I think she's improved from earlier dramas. I mean, she's not necessarily an actress that I'm like, oh my god, it's Susie, I need to check that drama out, if that makes sense. But I will say I have seen quite a few dramas of hers. I saw, you know, While You Were Sleeping and I saw Startup and I feel like she has slowly been improving on her acting. Um, so, yeah, that's all I that's my two cents. Yeah, there. <laughs> I, think, I think I have to I have to agree. I mean, I did. I think While We Were Sleeping was probably the first one I saw her in. And I I enjoyed her. But I wasn't like, oh, my God, mm. like you said, I'm going to follow her, everything she comes out with kind of thing. But, I w- yeah, I agree that she's gotten better in her acting. This character in and of itself was kind of, like, bland. So yeah. I didn't feel like she needed to act a lot. <laughs> yes. Yeah. <exactly. laughs> so... I feel, uh, th- my thoughts on Susie are so well documented because we've done three episodes now on a show at first but yeah she's improved over time but I personally can't get over like it's Susie mm. right I've never lost and like oh my god I didn't even realize that that was Susie she was like totally different character mm. I was so immersed in her performance never 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 I'm always like oh look it's Susie yeah 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 <laughs> um I'm never bamboozled. I'm never hoodwinked into whatever role that she's playing. And I think her best, I think her best show is startup, to be quite honest. I thought I had problems with while you were sleeping, and it was more plot than her in particular. And then Dream High, like if you go back and listen to that episode, we really ranked on her and her performance. It was just terrible. That was the first thing she was ever in. That was 2010. It's now been 13 years and I'm still a little bit like, where's the, you know, people improve for less. People improve project mm. to project. And I feel like it's just marginal for her. Yeah. In this role, she's playing almost like a facsimile of herself. Mm. Yeah. Because she used to be a K-pop idol. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So she is a former K-pop idol. She knows how to sing and dance. She was trained in JYP, which is a whole nother thing. But <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you know, um, <laughs> this feels like I don't know if you guys saw that movie "Marry Me" with J Lo. Oh, and um, um, mm-hmm. Matt, Owen not brother. McConaughey. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I Wilson, have. Wilson, Owen, Wilson. Owen, Wilson. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Where J Lo's playing 
an aging pop star with a very similar aesthetic to her own mm-hmm. J-Lo career in real life. And she was dealing with a lot of the same issues that she deals with in her regular life. So it felt mm-hmm. very on brand. And she ex- J-Lo excelled in that role because it was playing off of the own her own her like, mythology. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so this show could have done the same. I think it could have been like, oh my God, like this is so revelatory and all this stuff. And wow, she really understands like the concept and it's so meta and whatever else. Mm-hmm. No, I didn't necessarily feel like that. But she plays opposite Yang Sejong, who plays Won Jun, the student that gets a, they have an attraction. And he's been in a lot of stuff like Dr. Romantic, Dual Temperature of Love, Still 17, My Country, The New Age. How do you guys feel about this guy? Have you seen him in a lot of stuff? Um, I think I've watched him in a couple of things. I watched him in uh, Temperature of Love and Dr. Romantic and uh, Still 17 as well. I think Still 17 is probably one of his best roles to date. Um, That is a really, really, really good drama. But then again, his leading lady leaves uh, for no question in that one. Um, so yeah, uh, I, I don't know, like he's okay again. I've enjoyed his role so far, but it's not like somebody that, you know, I'm chasing after Mm -hmm. every, every, you know, for every, um, every drama that he does. Right. This was actually my first time watching a drama with him in it. Okay. And I really enjoyed him. I thought he was, I like how they kind of described him as plain. (laughs) <laughs> and you know i don't know i guess i kind of liked that aspect about him because yeah he wasn't he was like i think it made it slightly more believable it wasn't this like stunning man you know just all of a sudden being a college mm. kid it was mm, yeah. just an an average guy he was very mm. handsome average guy but just just an average guy so i did i did like him and i thought he definitely acted a lot better than Susie did mm. um I I f- right. I connected more to him. I felt his feelings more than hers. Mm-hmm. Um so yeah, I think that I I did like him and I probably would go back cuz I I do know that temperature of love. I've seen like bits and pieces of it and it looked really good. It is so good. I might like <laughs> I really go like back. It. Yeah, so I might That's go really back and um watch some of his stuff. Mm. Yeah. I also watched My Country the New Age. I didn't finish it because and it, you should watch it. Oh my God, Sam, because it has Wudawan in it. Yes. Oh wait, that, is he the the opposite lead? Yes. It's a, oh a my. Duo. I didn't even. Okay, I do know yes. him. Then I've seen. It's I've on, seen bits and pieces. Then I do know him. I didn't even Netflix. realize that was him. Yes. Oh wow. It's okay. like the long haired mm-hmm. wuxia type hero. So yeah. Definitely give that a shot. It was just kind of like super heavy, and it was. I don't know like I just wasn't feeling it so maybe I should go back and watch it because I dropped it like at episode like eight or something and it was a 20 episode show with like hour long 20 episode shows are killing me now man girl (laughs) tell me about it so that being said (laughs) minus the Chinese dramas that go for 50 plus you know I was about to say. K-drama realm? Yeah, I think also it's because when it comes to K-dramas, it's so rare for it to be an hour or less. It's like an hour 10. Some of them are pushing Mm -hmm. an hour 20, an hour and a half. And I'm just like, I can't do this. Like, I need it to be 
at maximum, do an hour. I can do with, you know, I can deal with that. An hour is mm-hmm. okay. Um, even though like my sweet spot for an episode is like 40 to 45 minutes, but I know K dramas don't do that. So an hour, but no, they, they just love pushing it to like an hour 10, an hour 20, or, or you know, do a right. uh, hospital playlist and do like almost two hours per episode. And I'm like, I can't, I can't the do movie. this. Calm That's down. Insane. It's yeah. insane. So, yeah. I dropped a Spaniard show one time and it was such a good show, but each episode was almost two hours long mm-hmm. and I was like I can't sit here for two hours and watch one episode yeah it's uh, wild my yes. uh my my partner watched for some reason got hooked on this like Turkish show and it's like 52 oh, episodes those are insane. two and a half hours each yes. two and a half hours each 50 plus uh-huh. episodes and he watched the whole thing and I'm like <gasps> I don't understand it's that is that is that is commitment yeah, yeah. I've only watched one Turkish this is such a side tangent but I've only <laughs> watched one Turkish show and I couldn't finish it because it was so long the episodes were so long but I still remember the the leading lady her character's name was Fadide does that ring any bells for anybody I can't remember what it's called for the life of me anyway if you're listening and you know what Turkish drama I'm talking about please like hit me up and be like you watch this because I couldn't finish it it was wonderful but I couldn't finish it okay so anyway what would you what did you guys think about Duna and I don't know who wants to go first. I will go last. Everyone, I think <laughs> Shall I you go on social first? media, Because no. I think okay, I'm going to go be it, like the middle ground here. Because I reckon Sam loves this show. <laughs> Jess doesn't necessarily like this show. And I'm like the meh. It's like, you know, I didn't particularly have that explosive feelings towards it either way I was just like eh, you know I, I I will say I finished it because we were recording this because otherwise I would I would just be like I I don't I it's not there's nothing really grabbing me but yeah it's not like I wasn't that invested like it's literally you know that sound when you just go eh, you know it's it's like it's middle ground middle of the ground so to speak so yeah that's my uh my thoughts on it you're just kind of meh yeah like I don't I don't know why it I will get into it into in the spoilers because I feel (laughs) like I'll probably spoil some things if I explain why that's my reaction so Uh without like spoiling anything I think like also I did binge this yesterday like I watched it all in one sitting (laughs) I I wow. was very deliberate with my uh not I didn't fast forward but I did put it on like a 1.75 speed at one point. I was just like I this is fine. They speak very slowly so I can keep up with it. Like if I can keep up with Chinese dramas when they're going 10 miles an hour speaking, I I can deal with this one which was like they I feel like they deliberately spoke slowly like throughout the drama so I was like you know I can speed it up it's fine um so yeah that that's how I binged this whole thing yesterday um Mm. in one sitting (laughs) I don't know if it would have affected me if I had watched it like an episode a day or something like that if it would have if my feelings would have been slightly different um but yeah that was my two cents on it like I didn't think it was the worst thing I've ever watched but it's by no means the best thing I've ever watched either it's like very middle of the ground um more towards the lower end rather than the higher end end. (laughs) yeah the lower end rather than the higher end so yeah all right Sammy 
talk to me well okay I it's okay (laughs) where do I begin because I did I really did enjoy it but I understand why people don't and I and I can almost agree on some points like actually a lot of points like I agree with her it wasn't this riveting like you know amazing drama but for some reason I feel like I just I really something about it just like hit me I don't know what it is because like I I completely understand why people didn't like it but for me it it just like I'm not gonna spoil because I don't want to spoil like she said (laughs) we'll wait for that there was there was points where I was very angry and Ah, there was points where I was like I hate this show Mm. (laughs) and then I was like but at the same time the reason I hate it is why I like it so that's it's kind of like that 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 feeling I would and I I would almost say I'm in that same middle range as Liliana but on the other side of I would recommend it I did enjoy it (laughs) you know I would like tell people to watch it I Mm. I kept thinking do you by any chance think because it's I don't know how to phrase this but because you write books that are kind of like almost in the same world they're not the same by any chance but you know then mm-hmm. they would that affect or skew like your opinion of it do you think That's it could question. have simply because i am writing a k-pop mm. series right now that maybe i was like oh a k-pop idol i need yeah. all the inspiration and this is great and kind of thing so maybe it, it could have skewed my mm. my view um yeah i never thought of that but yeah that could be could be a reason it's an interesting take liliana um, I do not go like ahead, K-pop go ahead, books <laughs> and um, uh, again like I've watched a lot of musical K-dramas as I said in the Dream High episode and they're usually pretty pretty fun if nothing else and I think I was expecting it to be a little more lively I guess and it wasn't it was more of a quiet show and there's nothing wrong with quiet shows I love quiet shows like I just talked um recently about my liberation notes and I love that show mm. it's very quiet introspective probing and um this show Duna is not that even if it wants to be <laughs> so I think it was boring the most the best the worst crime I think is that it's boring to me and that nothing really happens it's literally just episode upon episode of Susie outside chain smoking in near freezing temperatures and in very little clothes and scantily clad a lack of clothing yeah alarming lack of clothing and then Yang Sejong just coming upon her and being riveted for some reason by this I don't yeah pop star out of her element Mm -hmm. and I, there's nothing to latch onto to me for either character because they don't really go into that much detail. Every bit of backstory that you have for each character is told in these sort of flashbacks. And when I mean flashbacks, it's not like a big no. scene. It's literally flashes of story, like a little vignette here, a little thing here. 
never a complete scene that gives you the full context. And so you just kind of have to make of it what you will and connect the dots. And in a nine episode show, you'd think this would be really tight. I was like, they have space here to expound and actually tell some of the story and get to the meat of the issues and either one of their traumas, so to speak, or mm-hmm. like what they're what they're kind of running away from. And I don't think they ever got there. And it was mm-hmm. just sort of implied. Why are we implying? <laughs> like, just yeah. like this isn't a 16 episode show. This is a nine episode show. And why is there still empty space I think also for me there was a lot of like side characters that were not necessarily needed in the drama I would have rather them have like focused completely on our main couple and their story because at the end of the day without knowing where these characters come from there's no way you're going to be able to connect them and like believe in their relationship and why they were kind of like so dependent on each other for that amount of time like you can see it but it's not do you know it's not like hard set in stone if that makes sense so i i thought there was a lot of time used elsewhere that wasn't necessarily needed and i don't i was about to say i don't think i've i don't watch a lot of like k-pop based dramas but for example there was one and i think it was either last year or the year before and it's called um le coup or something did you guys watch that one no, I don't no. think I have. So I this you were is another show, and no, I was no, nodding no, my no, head. No, 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 no. It's <laughs> I can't remember what it's called now, but that's I think it's something called Le Coupe or something, and that is what made me think about this drama is because that is about a failing girl group, and they're about to be um, like disbanded, and they say we are going to turn this around, but after we hit a number one we will still disband and they did such a beautiful like pacing and that's a 12 episode so it's only like three more episodes than Duna and mm-hmm. they touch on a lot of things that Duna touches on but they do it so beautifully and they do it like really nuanced and whatnot so when I was watching this I kept thinking this could be as good as that one but it's not so i in the back of my mind i kept like thinking about that one i'm gonna have to look up the name of it it's uh, called idol the coop yeah yeah exactly yeah that's the one it's a fairly like underrated k drama for me i think um okay but it's basically it is set in the k-pop world and like i said it is about a girl group who is failing miserably and called cotton candy yeah and their company is about to like disband them and there's a lot they talk about stalkers they talk about you know sasangs they talk about a lot of things Mm. from the industry that duna kind of like touched on so quick yeah hints at so quickly and um yeah I think that one did a better job at handling like those storylines so while I was watching this I I will say I may be very biased because it kept me bringing back to that drama and thinking "Mm, this could have been like I know there's a way to do this better they just didn't quite land it in Duna I think I agree Mm -hmm. I think you know I also agree with the whole there was characters that I don't think were necessary. Mm -hmm. And if they were supposed to be necessary, that should have been made way more apparent in like the beginning 
it was just kind of like they just kind of got kept getting thrown in randomly and you're like wait why did this person just <laughs> come into the plot line and then just leave the plot line right. and i i like do the mom. get that that's not a spoiler. yeah the mom, the mom yeah for two the seconds mom, yeah I, I i even had that as a note that i said i was like why is she even here like you and mentioned her. in such a big name too, Kim Sung Young. Exactly. Kim Sung Young. You could have like... mentioned her, left <laughs> it at she was a shitty parent. Right. And then just never brought it, like never, you know, expounded on that. But you brought her in to just already reaffirm that when that space, like you said, could have been filled with something else, like their relationship, mm-hmm. figuring out whatever. Yeah. I think that this relationship this couple they just like the idea of each other yeah and they never really got to know each other ever they are a little bit uh, toxic in my mind because they are very (laughs) very reliant on each other she needs him to heal herself if that makes sense and he kind of Mm. needs her a little bit as well and then you see the reversal towards the end where she's like you know, I don't quite need you anymore, but I want you. And it's like, well, that should have been the case kind of like all along. Because if you're reliant on somebody else for that happiness and that that relationship is like doomed to, to, to fail in a sense. Mm-hmm. Like I understand. I also think like one of the themes, and this is like my takeaway from, you know, the drama as a whole. I think one of the themes that they were trying to work on was like timing and how timing is so key in like relationships in general um like when they first meet she kind of needs him it's like you know that's their timing to you know because she needs him but later on she doesn't anymore like that relationship just doesn't sit well anymore in the time in their lives that they are at that mm-hmm. point um but but yeah i i don't know i don't know i feel like this was slow and fast all at the same time the pacing was off especially the last three episodes i was like this is ridiculous i don't expect this out of a k-drama i you know k-dramas are known for being good like to me at least like when i think of a k-drama i think of really good storytelling in general and by norm not all the time but by norm they tend to have like you know good pacing and storyline and whatnot and this just felt like a little bit all over the place a little bit i don't know a little bit the first yeah exactly that's the word i was looking for like for the first six episodes we were telling one story and then for the last three episodes we wanted to cram in everything yes so we Mm -hmm. told 50 stories at the same time exactly and i'm like this is not good editing this is not good storytelling like the I just there's no need for it there is Mm -hmm. no need for it and like Mm -hmm. all of a sudden everybody's story matters and we need to know what's happening to every character and I'm like we don't we really don't like we don't so yeah I have other thoughts but I'm like I I don't want to spoil I don't know if you're in the spoil section yeah I think that the pacing issues really stem from the writing and it's written by Mm. the webcomic Min Songa and unfortunately you see this all the time in like the West too, is you can't have, you don't, if you write books, you don't necessarily automatically know how to write a screenplay. And that's the case of, here's a great example, JK Rowling with the Fantastic Beast series. That is a train wreck of Mm. ignoring all the controversy around JK Rowling. 
those Fantastic Beast movies are hot trash. <laughs> and it's because she was the sole screenwriter on it. And I never watched them, so I have no idea. Oh my god! Well, I'm have been blessed to have watched all two of those movies, and thank God they have totally done away with that franchise. They're not trying to make more movies because they just suck so bad. And it's the same for uh, geez, here's another. No, this doesn't. This is. I was gonna invoke George Lucas. I don't want to do that (laughs) because what I mean is you need to have um you know, an editor or somebody that's there telling you no Mm -hmm. or some kind of sounding board. And usually authors are just doing, you know, they have their own outline. They have things they want to accomplish. They have characters that are their favorites and they write to that. And then when it goes to a publisher, they edit it. Yeah. But for screenplays, there's no screenplay. Like there's no hierarchy in a screenplay, right? It's however it is, like it's all loosey-goosey. They might bring in someone later to jazz it up and change, make some changes and it go through multiple hands. But at the end of the day, it's all case by case. Mm-hmm. And her being the sole screenwriter on this makes me think they were like, oh, we'd love your webtoon. We're going to adapt it into a show. Why don't you write the screenplay? And yeah. there was no, like nobody else saying yeah hey this is not this a good idea paced. yeah like this she started paced. it felt like it was almost like she started writing it she was like oh i can get through this you know blah blah blah. The, like I you said time. the pacing was good for six episodes good and to me well consistent. <laughs> the pacing was good and then all of a sudden like you said they rushed all these characters and they rushed all these plot lines in that if they had been built up throughout those first six episodes it wouldn't have felt rushed so i almost was like she was writing these six episodes and went oh crap i only have three left okay just put everything yeah. else in here i'm not gonna focus on just get it all in like i gotta fix all the characters and blah blah, blah. Uh-huh. so yeah I, it felt like I, a dream as well like i don't know why the whole show feels like a dream sequence yeah it doesn't feel i think the, again i think that's the way it was filmed mm. i think that's the way it was okay. shot yeah yeah okay so i don't really have that many other things to say other than like I was very displeased by this show I probably would have dropped it had I not been <laughs> like bamboozled into doing this episode <laughs> so I I want to thank you guys for you know watching this show with me I think Liliana was the only other person on here that was like I would have dropped it had I, I not done this. I would have <laughs> we have integrity people we watched the whole thing I didn't even watch it on a faster speed I watched oh, I it did. regular speed and I was very distraught because and then the other thing was i didn't think that they had chemistry did you guys feel like this this couple had tremendous amount of chemistry and it was worth it i i for me i don't think it's necessarily a um again actor actress problem in this case it stems from the writing i think because i am a firm believer in to you know a good actor and a good actress can't make a script good it it, it, there's just no way they can and i feel like because to that point we haven't really seen them build the relationship or anything like that the story their story hasn't been told well I, i for me personally i wasn't really that invested and if i'm not invested they can have like the best on-screen chemistry it's probably not going to work for me because i'm like "Mm, you know i'm not invested in this like it's not 
okay so i think they were okay but again that i feel like that's just my impression for the whole thing it's just like it was okay but it's not even like it was okay it's more like the uh you know underwhelming i feel like i was a little bit underwhelmed with their their chemistry so yeah i i had moments where i liked their their chemistry was really good and then there were moments where I was like, are these two even in the same drama? Yeah. Like, yeah. and and that's coming from someone who enjoys the show. Right. But like, it's true because there was just moments where I'm like, I, do, do you two like each other? And then yeah. there was other moments where it was like, oh, wow, like there's, there's a connection here. So it was very, they were very haphazard yeah touch and go and again like she said i don't know if i can necessarily blame them in their acting if it was the writing that you know kind of steered them in that direction right right i heard a crazy bold claim on tiktok that this was some of the best kissing ever in a k-drama absolutely not listen i part of my french book get the fuck out of here (laughs) listen i love i let's be real here i will sometimes start k-dramas because of a kiss i saw yeah. on instagram absolutely. or tiktok yeah, absolutely. and i'm like i need to know more about this and i will watch the entire show that while they had their moments absolutely freaking not <laughs> absolutely not no, no. <laughs> Get, whoever said that doesn't watch k-dramas delusional right <laughs> like, or they're like they're very young and don't understand <laughs> No, no, no. Like I will say, no, no, because like I literally started the K drama, oh, revenge marriage something. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Perfect revenge marriage. Yes, yes. Yes, And I'm like, Mm -hmm. that is good chemistry. That is good build up. You know, I I'm all down for that one. And literally, I've only seen three episodes, and I'm like, I'm sold. Give me more right now. So, you know, that's like, and that's, that's like a Mac junk. So, you know, yeah. if, if people are hooting and tooting about a Mac junk and chemistry in a Mac junk, you know, it's going to be good. And like, I, I will say, I will also say in defense of this drama a little bit, um, I am watching really good dramas right now. So oh, that, no, you can't, you can't. No. But, but I do think it does affect <laughs> me a little bit because I'm like, it, when, when a drama, like when you're watching something that you're really, really enjoying for me personally, it works that way. When you're watching something that you're really, really enjoying. And then like you swap to something that you're not <laughs> enjoying as much. And it's like, it almost like the flaws become even more obvious if that makes no that makes a hundred percent sense because you're like no 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 because you're like but you've just watched this and this works really well like why can't you make it work Mm -hmm. so i feel like that to me was also the place that i was at as well because i've been guys i've been i've i've left the house friday morning and then i've not left the house for three (laughs) days because i've just been (laughs) in my house watching dramas it's been a great weekend so i was like this is getting you know ridiculous so i feel like i was even getting more frustrated for the fact that i was like i could be watching anything else right now and living a time waster life and this is what i'm watching (laughs) this is wasting my time is what you're saying yeah yeah yeah, 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 it was, it was. Okay, so Sammy, if you can just briefly, just what pinpoint exactly what 
you loved about the show? I think it, it actually it didn't have to do with the main two couple like the main couple. Okay. It actually had okay. to do with the the one friend uh, Jinju the the girl I'm, i don't want to spoil okay, it okay yeah 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 yeah. the Didn't second you? lead essentially yeah um i she was a character that i really fell in love with mm. and i you know i was kind of i was more interested in her mm. story arc throughout mm-hmm. the story um yes i i did enjoy the two main characters a little but it was more so i i ended up enjoying the side characters more than the main couple by the end um right and i think there was a lot of lessons that you kind of learned but not fully learned through every single Mm. character and i liked those lessons i just wish that they were completed a little bit more but i think i liked i i liked jinju she was probably my absolute favorite character did you like the second couple i did love the second couple i thought they were couple that's the a good sec- second couple. Yeah, they which, were really which, cute. Which, which, who, who, who are we considering so it was like the, the workout couple? guy? The workout uh, guy and the and Brazilian the girl? Oh, oh, yeah, she annoyed yeah. the living daylights out of me. Yeah. <laughs> She's very, Oh my god, like, she was speaking Portuguese. Portuguese, yeah, that's Portuguese. right. When? Yeah. When? In the beginning when she was yelling at the, at the boyfriend. ex-boyfriend. Because she's from Brazil. Like, she lived in Brazil. Oh, I'm gonna have to have a look at that because I missed what? that completely. Well, to be fair, she was watching it at sped up speed because, oh. like, the girl was intermixing Portuguese and Korean, so you might have not heard the Portuguese and only heard the Korean ending of things. Also, but there is was... there is like yes, Brazilian Portuguese is still considered Portuguese, but if you get down to the nitty gritty of it, it's very different to like mainland Europe, <laughs> like the one that I like Spain and like Spanish. Spanish and Spain yeah. and Spanish yeah, yeah, and Latin yeah, yeah, America. Yeah, yeah. So, Very similar. But I yeah. completely missed this. I, yeah. I will have what? to go back. That's Wait, why she was wearing like all the Brazil me? shirts. No, no, no. Yeah. Yeah. I, ca- I caught the fact that she ha- was like coming from Brazil and whatnot. I caught all of that. Yeah. But I did not like catch the uh, she's speaking Dang. Portuguese. That's really yeah. bad. Oh, God. <laughs> I'm going to get my Portuguese card revoked at this point. <laughs> Yeah. I thought you I would for that's... sure have a, an opinion on that. Yeah. Dang. Yeah. All right. Same. Oh, that's bugger. I'm going to have to watch that <laughs> and like see how good it is or how bad it is. <laughs> yeah. I At first, I didn't understand like why they were bringing her in, but I kind of liked her being brought in at this. I liked all those secondary characters. I just wish that they had brought them in in a more timely fashion. Like they introduced the two roommates, the two guy roommates right off the bat because he gets to the thing and whatnot but then you don't really see or hear them for like four more episodes and then they all of a sudden come back in right but i wanted to like grow with them and that whole house share thing um well that was something that i I saw online was that people were like oh i really like the female relationships in this show what all five minutes of it that you got yeah i was like Like what (laughs) I, I liked it. I wish there was more of it. But yeah, I can't say that that I just I think I liked the characters individually, especially like I said, especially Jinju. Um, but yeah, I think that's that's why I liked the show. I liked there's there was things that I felt 
could have impacted more, but they did make an impact on me at least. Gotcha. Well, I think we have come to the end of our rope here in the non-spoiler section. So I'm going to break for spoilers if you guys are okay with that. But before we do, I'm good. What would you rate the show out of five's hold you bottles? (laughs) Why do I keep laughing? Because they're like, it was (laughs) because you hate it. I I like it. it. Liliana's mid about it. Okay. Um, Since I'm mid about it, I I will go three. Like, uh, I really wish I would go more 2.5, but. Okay, 2.5. 2.5. I'd say, I'd say like four, two. 4.2? 4.2? 4.2. All right. Soju bottles. That's really high. Okay. <laughs> um, Look at Jessica. I was like, 4. Should two? I go 3.9? Sure? Should I go 3.9? 3.9. Okay, 3.9. All right. Soju bottles. 2.5, 3.9, 1. 1.5. Wow, I'm shocked you even gave it. Yeah, I was one. like, I I thought shocked. she was going to go like point I thought she was going to go point, point 0.2 bottles. <laughs> A singular shot. <laughs> uh, one and a half soju bottles. Because it, if I like the second couple. I thought the last episode was pretty good, all things considered. I think maybe I was just happy it was over. But I was like, all right, I'm we done. can move on. Uh, <laughs> let's just get into the spoiler section. Right. So if you don't care about spoilers, keep listening. If you've watched the show, keep listening. And we'll see you on the other side hey you want to come in all right we're on the other side of spoilers so i'm not sure where you guys want to start first i'm totally open i don't even know i don't even know where to start uh see this is the thing right this right here says everything you need about this drama it's the fact that whenever you do a review about a drama and you're dying to just jump in to spoilers that shows that like how excited you are if you're like i don't even know where to start but not in a good way (laughs) so see i know where i want to start but that seems ridiculous go you go for it just go like it doesn't matter yeah yeah, yeah. i just i wanted i wanted to start at the end okay let's do it because I have a very strong love-hate relationship with the end. Mm. Um, Simply because, you know, so she goes back into her idol life. But right? why? Uh, first of all, why? Oh, why? she goes back. Wait, she does. I, she goes back because she doesn't have the money to break the contract. Yeah, she can't get out of the contract. Yeah, she can't get out of the contract. So they convince her to go back. But as a solo artist. But she swears artist, up and down that that's not why she went back. Yeah, but it is. It is. But it is. And and well, then she also says that she started singing again. They glance over that. They like, gloss really. over that. So hey, I was like, she started humming. She started humming. And I and was then like, she was singing. okay, she's humming. Congrats. And then all of a sudden she meets with one of her old group members. And, you know, the group member, I again, I liked these other characters because the group member goes, I know why you could like I believe you that you couldn't sing because I feel that way too and like I wish they expanded on that you know the stress of being an idol like causing this like panic and and you know these kinds of things that just like could destroy their career simply the group because dynamics 
the group dynamics, that hate, the, the animosity that they seem to have towards each other, yes, and yes, then you so know much. that, and then that manager who's an absolute piece of shit garbage Sorry. to <laughs> her. And I to, thought there was know, something sexual going on between them, and mm. I would have well, preferred that. I still is. have questions. There about definitely that. is because he kind of like almost. I don't. I. I'm gonna say it. He almost grooms her in a way. Like hundred percent. He almost 100%. grooms her because he approaches her when she's very, very young. And I will say this kind of speaks to something in K-pop in general that's happening in Korea right now. It's the mm-hmm. fact that they are having literal kids debut and singing these over-sexualized songs and you know it's ridiculous i i think there should be a set like age for you to be Mm -hmm. able to debut but this is very much shown in here she did not have a great childhood she you know her childhood was garbage and he took complete advantage of that by approaching her Mm -hmm. and offering her this whole new life and saying i can give you this i can you know make everything better and then specifically asked would we be a family yeah and because that's what she's searching and he's like yeah because that's what she wants that's what she's been missing and And then like like he abuses that he really abuses that and then he is playing on her feelings he knows she has fallen for him but it's not like the type of love where she's in love with him she just like is so desperate to have a family and everything that like this guy that she sees as his savior as her savior is like everything to her like he is Mm -hmm. so toxic to her and i hate the fact that the drama kind of like made her go back into that world and but the the problem with that being is it's not that it made her go back into that world it's that it made her go back into that world and she was like i'm happy now and i'm like but what has really changed you haven't showed me what has changed for you to be able to be happy like you can't have the male lead come in all of a sudden he's fixed her and then like bye bye i want nothing else to do with you mm-hmm. and now like i have my life and it's exactly the same life you had previously and yet now you can sing and yet now you can do all of these things and you are happy like i it yeah. makes no sense to me i Absolute agree no i sense. agree i didn't understand why she here's the thing she could have gone back to the art because she can sing she's got it back again because he helped her you know overcome those issues she had but not with that manager, mm. the man mm. who literally caused her to do like to be what she was, to do what she did to, you know, all of these issues. And then like when she walks out of the hospital after she like sprained her ankle or oh, whatnot, yeah, 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 yeah. and he literally just continuously gaslights her yeah, saying it's all her fault that they're in this predicament he has it's not his in any which way and it's like it's ridiculous excuse me sir yeah for her to go back to him pissed me off because she could have easily and then he said he wiped his hands of her but then he all of a sudden is her manager again and you know in that same thing that i there's a lot of things again they were trying to tell us like two plus two equals eight and i'm like what are you talking about and so like that So she goes back to being an idol, which, you know, I always kind of saw that was going to happen. I was hoping, like you said, it wasn't with this same toxic thing that like is around her. Yeah, the machine. But what pissed me off was really the end where, you know, she sneaks out to go and and see see him. him. Yeah. And he basically says he's like, 
they're done. They're broken up and whatever. And so then she goes back to see him again. And <laughs> yeah, same night. She and she like, you know, she has this argument where they throw I hate back that. They threw back words that he had said to her Mm. previously, like, tell me you're sorry. Tell me you love me. You know, that kind of thing. So here I am thinking that they've made up. They're going to work on this relationship because she even said that after her contract, like, or, you know, they can wait a year and then the, the world will be less angry about her dating somebody so Mm -hmm. i was seeing all these things as hopeful lines of they were gonna have a happily ever after even with this world and then to see them not have that pissed me off pissed me off because okay yes you know me yeah you know me yeah i write romance i watch romance romance ends with a happily ever after (laughs) so here i am watching this expecting that and not freaking getting it and okay if i could have accepted it was not going to be a happily ever after if you didn't put romance in the title or in the in the little categories so i found the ending completely open-ended i didn't think Mm. it was a hard stop on their relationship i I just thought they were gonna go maybe there's i mean they didn't even say they didn't say that they were back together. They didn't say that they had rekindled their relationship, but because they hugged in the, in his room and it's like rented room or whatever, where they had that argument and she was like, say, sorry, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. I was like, okay, they've reconciled. So that's a good place to maybe rekindle their relationship. And even though they were in the same place at the same time, they didn't see each other or they passed by each other or whatever. And it seemed kind of negative. I saw it as, oh, they could definitely still get back together. This is just one day in their lives post reconciliation and i thought it was more of like a positive ending i I, it was pot i get it because it was i agree it was open-ended but i need the ending i think i need it i just i I want it for me personally it kind of like just shows that they're both going their separate ways for a little bit because they need to learn who they are as people Mm -hmm. and to grow Mm -hmm. apart from each other independently because they were too um what's the word i'm looking for yeah codependent on each other and they need to like walk away from that because that sort of relationship doesn't necessarily i personally don't think it would work so i feel like they need that space and that time true and what i saw it as the ending was they that kind of like reconciliation of them you know first of all i don't understand why she needed him to say sorry and why she needed him to say you know he regretted it because because uh no like it was on her part she kind of like started to walk away she ghosted him so i don't understand he tried Uh, that that really me off like nobody's business because there is no need for that she's in the wrong not him like he tried like he understood that this was something she had to do and he was being supportive of her she was like he was like i miss you texting her she nothing nothing and like they could have gone around that by being like she didn't have her phone on her like her management she said she didn't have her phone but it's yeah, like, management did take her phone. But it's he like took, he took her phone when they moved into that house. That's great, right? 
fine. She took, she had no phone. But why the heck does he have to apologize then? Like, I don't yeah. understand it. That that whole scene is just like, you know, ridiculous yeah. to me. Um, But what I saw it as was them putting their past to rest. That's it. That's like, you know, done. And them moving forward, growing up independently. And then I feel like the door is left open for them to be able to rekindle. Now, do I believe that a relationship between them would work? I don't think I do, but that's another case of whether, you know, their story just wasn't told well enough to me. I am not a person who needs, like, the happily ever after. I, I don't. If the, story t- if the story doesn't necessarily warrant it, I didn't think they would end up together right from the beginning. I didn't think they would, the story would be happy by the end. I really didn't because it didn't seem like that type of vibe and that type of drama to me. So I wasn't like that disappointed or even that, you know, um, shocked yeah. that they went mm-hmm. the, in that direction. Same. Um, I was like, I kind of saw this coming. Like, it feels like this is where they're going to come from. So, yeah. um, but yeah, that scene just really annoyed me because I was like, I don't understand why he's the one apologizing. And she needs to work on herself a lot more. Like, she is broken and she is, like, messed up. And she kind of, like, needs... And also, it's like, if she's gone back into that world, what's there to say for her to not fall into that, you know, space again? And it's like, Mm -hmm. why does he have to keep picking up the pieces? It's like, it's not fair on his character when he's, like, trying to move on and to make something out of his life. Um so so yeah i do you know what hot take i really really wanted him to get back together with the uh is it jinju the uh um, jinju yeah you wanted like him with jinju yeah i feel like they could have worked out i feel like after because like they I, pro- yeah i feel like she I see that wait i feel like she had the most growth as a character 100 it, it's ridiculous mm-hmm. that aside side why she's my favorite yeah it's ridiculous to me that a side character grew so much and beautifully like i loved her storyline she went from this very sheltered you know all encompass and she took herself out of that situation it's like she didn't need a man she didn't need any but she kind of like took herself out of that situation and yes she was in a really bad place for a while but once she's like i love the fact that she's like i like you and he says i don't like you back you know we've missed that train and she's like fine but we can't be friends right now i need to heal from this so she walks away she takes herself first she walks away and when she comes back she has healed and she's become like this very like different person she grew up that's what Mm -hmm. i feel like she did she grew up and the other characters like especially our main couple certainly did not and that's probably what i'm seeing especially our female lead i feel like she's very stuck in that um i don't know child state not child but like the stage where the manager kind of picked her up if that makes sense so so yeah i almost wish i almost wish they gave that character arc to duna Mm-hmm. because that not necessarily because in a, in a way it almost kind of is very similar where they had these not great father figures yeah um and you know like you said jinju removed herself from that she grew up and she became this amazing you know happy full of life person well traveled <laughs> all this stuff that you know I wish that Duna had done. Mm. 
And I wish uh, that's what I think it is. I think, you know, I wish Jinju was the main character. Like if that was <laughs> the main character's arc, I probably would have liked it more. I will say, I think there were positives. Like you said, you know, Duna and I can't remember his name. I'll mail lead. <laughs> the male lead. <laughs> yeah, one um, they they came into each other's lives i feel at a time that they both needed each other yeah and they kind of helped each other work on different things did it end up being slightly toxic absolutely but i think like with her she taught him or showed him how to be how to cut loose on certain things like okay mm-hmm. yeah you can skip a class you but you won't miss all this stuff you can you know you can enjoy doing this you can you know do all these things while still being that studious person he was and then he kind of gave her this he allowed her to be the child she couldn't be when she was a kid like when they were hitting the they were playing that mallet game oh and, yeah, you know, yeah, playing yeah. Oh, i the... didn't see that at all i saw that the mallet game was just a more healthy way of of her getting her feelings, anger out getting I anger agree, out versus when, just chain smoking yeah, of, and of course yeah it, it. that's another aspect of it but when they were like you know picking up the the toy the little mermaid toy and stuff like that i feel like he kind of gave her like i said the childhood she didn't have um so here's i'm gonna jump in here and just say mm-hmm. the thing that really irked me about duna and one june was that duna felt like a manic pixie dream girl she just felt like someone who was reckless and loose and just flitted in and out of his life and he was this uptight dude who needed to get out of his comfort zone Mm -hmm. and for her like you said the lesson that she teaches him to like cut loose and not everything has to be so serious and he can skip class and whatever the hell and that seemed like the more damaging thing to the show was that Duna was they did not spend that much time dissecting what the hell her trauma was you just kind of had to like be like oh yeah she's just a k-pop idol and she's just traumatized by the entire experience the visual of her drowning on stage is supposed to fill in somehow give us us. the entire thing give us the entire story that oh yeah no wonder she lost the ability to to sing and how she's just broke down on stage and couldn't continue the performance and left the group and like we're just supposed to inherently understand her issues and that is not the case at all we can infer as much as we can based on like what we know about the industry and how Mm -hmm. toxic and and sort of predatory it is and how the manager treats her when he comes back into her life but honestly I'm missing a lot of connective tissue here and it makes her seem like she is this manic pixie dream girl who's just there to help the male lead along in mm-hmm. his life and his mm-hmm. journey and Versus, not help herself and I'm... not help herself like yeah. where is her personality how did mm-hmm. she get to be here yeah why is she stuck here in this house and can't leave like she just made it seem like the manager dropped her off at this house with mm-hmm. like what what do you mean he just dropped you off yeah here? like yeah what is your purpose? Like, how, do you feel like singing is truly the thing that you enjoy? Like, I, we never got to that. Yeah. No. I feel yeah. like they did her story really, really dirty because I feel like the writing, like I said, an actress can't make a script good. And if her story isn't there, 
Like, I I don't know what they expected. Like, they spent so much time. There's so many scenes, like Jess was saying, there were so many scenes where she was just outside chain smoking. And I'm like, you could be telling me a story right now. I don't need to see her. Like, I get it. She smokes, whatever. Like, I don't need to keep seeing it over and yeah. over and over again. I understand she's in a bad place. Tell me how she got to this bad place and then tell me how she's going to get it out of it. Like, mm -hmm. there's no, it's like, all of a sudden she's okay it's it happened within the span of like five minutes of drama where she suddenly couldn't sing and then now she sings and now yeah. she's on stage and now she's happy and now she's saying she's happy and i'm like no 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 i'm missing a whole chunk of drama right here like in yeah. in her storyline yeah. like i just feel like the writing is a complete let down to all of the, the drama as a whole and to yeah. me like i can i can almost ignore bad directing a little bit acting you know but bad writing that's like what a drama stands like on if the writing is bad then everything else is not going to be good like they can't make good scripts you know but i mean bad scripts good and i feel like her character was done really really dirty because yeah. again they had the time nine mm -hmm. episodes like don't come at me saying oh they only had nine episodes nine episodes is plenty of time to tell a full story like you don't need that much there was so much time spent on things that i don't need to like that scene that jess was talking about about her jumping into the water we saw that scene like three or four times throughout the whole show and it still wasn't explained enough i for get us. it like i get it she's she's falling into a pool of water great great i have seen this scene four like, times what exactly happened to her on stage? but what yeah. is Fall happening off the stage? I, Why? yeah did she like, collapse like what is what happened I, actually yeah they i feel like they 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 would bring up things about her trauma but then not real like you said not really dive into them to the point where we could understand her like when she got locked in the bathroom yeah she starts freaking out mm, okay why? why is she freaking out exactly. why is she why does she not like this when the lights go out she starts panicking why, why does she start panicking when she you know you know when she jumped off the stage to cause this whole thing to happen why did she do that like they really never got into the nitty-gritty of her character and why she you know feels these these ways and like even when she's like oh i have a stalker and he's literally watching us and like points to him and you know so she's casual? shaking she's terrified but then they just leave it it's like no this girl should be dealing with this shit and I think I think what bothers me is, you know, as people who are seeing it from the outside, we know that mental health issues are a problem in the K-pop yeah. world. Yeah. And they tend to get swept under the rug, which is really unfortunate because these kids need that mental, you yeah, know, they need support. therapists, they need psychologists, mm -hmm. they need these people. And I think this just kind of brought that to attention but then didn't fix the problem they yeah. didn't get her a therapist yeah. they, didn't they didn't get her it. a psychiatrist they just said yeah no she's mentally unwell okay oh well and you know what's frustrating about it this is a netflix production they could yeah. have gone there mm -hmm. it's not mm -hmm. an in-house korea production it's a netflix production they are can push a lot more on Netflix productions that they can on in-house, like Korean productions. Mm -hmm. And I feel like they could have taken this 
to be a drama that can just kind of like show the other side, show the ugly side of it. Mm-hmm. And, and I suppose they don't want that because they don't want you know people to see that it can get really really bad. Um, mm-hmm. But they could have been like, "Look, this is a problem. This is how we're going to fix it." And they could have been like, "This could have been something." Yeah, to really they could have really had him about. telling her she needed to go to therapy. She needs or therapy. Him, like, like she she did a hundred percent. She needed therapy. Like. And it was just like, why not get that therapy while you're literally stuck, locked in this one little room? Or like, if anything, make him a psychology or ma- major right. or whatever, yeah, yeah. so that he could be the one analyzing her and like helping her in some way. It was just those kinds of things. I get it. I get I'm why stupid. people don't like the show, and I can't tell you why fully. Why I loved this show so much. But, like, I did. And I think, it again, I think it had to do with all those secondary characters, especially Jinju. I really loved her character development. And I think I can see why they said, like, some people said they liked the whole girl friendship thing. Because I do, I did like how um, Duna reacted with Jinju's father. Mm, yeah um like you know when he called and is like you stupid bitch you just think you can be out all night blah 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 and she like realized what kind of situation she was in and like befriended her to like help her out of that situation i think it had its moments of being good but i'm just i also don't like like how oh go go ahead i was just about to say you know related to that comment if she can help somebody else out of that situation why can't she help herself out of the situation i know i know it's like look you're in right 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 situation and And you you know i did the the manager who's telling her things about herself and telling the audience things about her that I'm like, why can't we just figure this out on our own? Like, yeah. uh, they're not showing us; they're just telling us. Because in episode five, the manager goes, "Be careful when you're alone in a crowd. It's obvious your loneliness, your desperation to be loved, to try to compensate for never having it. You're afraid of losing people's interest." And I'm like, "What the? This astute like observation about her coming from the worst person coming in the from show. The worst person mm-hmm. in the show, and he knows it, and then doesn't fix it. It's like so toxic, and she doesn't." Like, we're not told. Just, and like, that's why I say he gaslit her. He blamed her for all of that, like, all of those issues. When it was him who caused those those problems and her mindset of things. It was her. It was him. It was her mom. And then the grandma. I was grandma. confused by that whole thing. Uh, the grandma. So, so that house that she was in, that she takes one two. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's her grandma's house. Right. Because that's where she was staying when her mom left her. Yeah. I feel oh, like. Oh, oh, yes. Sorry. It <laughs> See, just clicked. Exactly. It just clicked. It's, yes. It's just like, it was so. And first of all, why didn't he just ship her off to that? Because yeah, there's no one true. there. That's she true. would literally be by herself. She wouldn't cause a single ruckus. She would not. She would just be in this house. Mm hmm. So, why a like, group house? Why a shared why house? The, yeah. Why the shared home? See? Like, what? did he think that and then like on top of that there was hold on there was another plot hole and now i can't remember it but it had to do with that like there's so many plot holes there's so many plot holes in this oh the plot hole of them eating jajangmyeon together Mm. 
and it like oh. leaking that you know she's having dinner or she's having oh right 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 there was paparazzi there and Not everyone's paparazzi. like yeah and everyone they were like, photographed together her. yeah everyone's hating on her for eating and you know like having this life uh, with a person and all this they're hating whatever but then she goes to a club oh yeah where true. we actively see someone recording her yeah but nothing from that nothing comes of that no no. I'm sorry. <laughs> you you're telling me that there's more people in a Jajangmyeon Chinese restaurant at friggin' midnight than at a club sharing what? What? It's the wild. paparazzi it's wild. like angle just annoyed me. God. Yeah. Why did I like this show? Can I question myself on I, this? I, right, Why did I like is, this show? So the much? thing is, the, the more I talk about it, the more annoyed I get. No. Right? I think the, <laughs> I, think like, I loved it because I hated it. Now I'm like feeling this like, maybe it wasn't a real love. It was just, I love to hate it. I, yeah, I, yeah. I, 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 and then she, she just, I didn't think she liked the guy. I didn't think she liked Won Jun at all. She liked she the liked, idea of him. Right. She I liked think. messing that, with him yeah. and like. Because like she, yeah, I think she liked the idea of him and um, like uh, she's really broken and damaged. And I feel like she just likes playing around because that's mm-hmm. what people have done to her. So that's mm-hmm. how she kind of like sees the world and does her thing. Yeah. But that's no way to treat a person again i this is why i keep saying i don't think they would have worked i i think he deserves like better than her in a mm-hmm. sense and yeah. again i think it is it's it all like to me it all stems to bad writing this show was badly written and that has just like made it you know uh, again i i would have not finished it unless we were recording this because i just don't like you know i just don't think there's anything there's so many potholes like the relationship is not believable for a second and i feel like there's a there's a there's a line that separates loving somebody and being in love with somebody like she may have loved him but she wasn't in love with him i don't think she knows what that is until she kind of like works on herself and fixes her her problems i wish you know what i wish this story would have gone down the line of this shared house becomes like a really good found family and she kind of like fixes herself up and she launches herself back into her career with a different manager and like that's what i was hoping i would have loved that story Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. i would have eaten that up like nobody's business and i get it it's based on a webtoon and you know the story is already told in the webtoon but again that's not you know exactly the shared house thing is really done well in so many other k-dramas i don't understand yeah so many like i remember there was one that i really loved and i love the season one of it hello my 20s Oh yeah, I know that oh, drama. Yeah, I haven't watched it, one. but I do know. Talk about a uh, girl mm-hmm. power and like yep. female relationships in the shared house thing. I was like, oh yeah, this is great. I love laughter in Waikiki was another good one. I liked. Uh... <laughs> there was one with Jisoo who's been canceled uh, for bullying. Oh, um, my first, my first, first love. love. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah, a good I one. Too. I was a Jisoo. I was a Jisoo stan so hard. Ooh, I was. Oh, that sorry. hurt me. Oh, yeah, I'm my sorry, car was yeah. literally. I I named my car when I first got it years ago, because it was, I think Cheer Up had just come out, and I oh. named my car G-Pa June, because that was his oh, character. Oh, his character in it, yeah, yeah, yeah. And Cheer Up, so yeah. 
I'm very upset about the Jisoo thing. Uh, I, mm. My condolences. So yeah. <laughs> anyway, what I'm trying to say is the shared house thing could have been something, but it mm-hmm. wasn't. Agreed. I, that's why I said I liked all those characters. They brought in these characters that I, I could see, like you said, building that family of, you know, people she never had that she mm. needed and, you know, that she needed in her life to build like when the girls all moved in i was excited about that i'm like this is great they're gonna you know there's gonna be this big family kind of growth Mm -hmm. and then it kind of just instantly fell apart like they were living together and all of a sudden it was like i'm out i can't i can't live with you know one june and like i was like wait 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 wait. what's happening there was that scene with um, Duna and Jinju um, where she goes to her house because she can't get a hold of... Um, mm-hmm. And, like, see, that's that's what we... But even then, she has, like, this shoulder to cry on and she could have opened uh-huh. up and she chooses mm-hmm. not to. Yeah. She, like, she chooses not to. And I get it. It would have been awkward at that stage <laughs> because, you know, she's crying over the guy that, you know, Ildry's kind of, like, trying to get over. Mm-hmm. Um, but I really appreciated her character even more, not Duna, the uh, Ildry, because she was like, I know why you're upset but I'm going to focus on the fact that you need a friend right now rather than the fact of the why you're upset. And she still offered that support. And I feel like, again, I feel like the drama is like much ado about nothing. It's kind of like it's everything and it's <laughs> nothing at the same time. It's, yes. And that that's like my description of it. It's kind of mm-hmm. like, you know, everything and nothing at the same time. And mm. it could have been... It feels like they were trying to tell 3,000 stories in nine episodes and they wasted six episodes of not doing pretty much nothing and then three episodes of we're going to do everything. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I I am very much a... And I feel like that's something that's been happening lately where K-dramas try to be a few different genres in one K drama and it doesn't necessarily work. No. And this one, I feel like it's that. It was trying to be a romance drama and a melodrama and, you know, a bunch of genres in and one a comedy. Thing. And, yeah, yeah, exactly. And it's like, pick one and be really good at that one. That's going to give yeah. you an even better chance at it, you know, at being successful rather than picking three, four, five and being subpar at all of them. So that's like, yeah. Going back to Jinju for a second, because you guys really seem to like her. Um, I found her a little bit annoying because she was trying to make a relationship happen, fuel a relationship with Wonjun based on nostalgia. Mm. And you can't do that. <laughs> like she no. was like, we liked each other in the past. We had these great experiences. We grew up together. That was her sales pitch basically for the relationship and like it's dead and buried basically yeah but what i, I think appreciate, in the beginning yeah what i was gonna say what i appreciate about that is yes she did have that but then she kind of like steps away from it and i think she realizes that yeah and she's I like agree. you know after he's he explains to her like i don't like you in that way that's not I feel like she has the grace to sort of like step back and walk away from it. And then mm-hmm. like, I think in retrospect, cause like, it's kind of like what they say, retrospective is great for everything, isn't it? So mm-hmm. I feel like at that point, once she kind of like steps away, she realizes that. And then she goes off and like, she does brilliant. Like she lives this, her best life out yeah. of all the characters. I feel yeah. like she, she had, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. She had like 
an arc, you know, growth. Yeah. And she was like, I'm taking myself out of this. I'm going to be doing me for a while. And that's what she does. So yeah. I appreciate right. I, that. I like that she had that whole thing where she was presenting a, a false facade. She was this rich girl mm -hmm. with a really good life and she had a great family. When in reality, her dad was this insane machismo. My God, so bad. was insane. abusing them. Mm -hmm. And... I think I wanted to sit more in that. Like that mm -hmm. whole thing was very familiar to me. I, like I said, I'm Hispanic. And so my best friend came from that background Yeah, growing up and she came mm -hmm. to live with us and everything to get out of that mm -hmm. situation that she was mm -hmm. in with her dad. And the scene of like the dad cutting the sister's hair. Oh, yeah, that was yeah. horrible. I, I was like, ooh, that's too close to home. Like for yeah. me, I was like, ooh, I got yeah. chills. Mm -hmm. And that's just like, again, a little vignette that they're throwing at us, a little flashback vignette mm. versus a really deep connection that we're granted for Jinju, yeah. that character. And it's, I think it's a problem, right? Like they gave her such an interesting uh, story yeah. and she gets such a great arc and like you barely see her in the show. Yeah. I think that's one of the major problems for me about this drama and it just doesn't apply to her it applies to every single storyline it's the fact that they try to tackle really big issues whether that be an abusive father an abusive manager whether that be the background you come from and then they gloss over them it feels disrespectful to people who you know are in those types of situations it just feels it doesn't sit well with personally it doesn't sit well with me the way they just kind of like gloss over you know really big traumatic events mm. um and it's like okay you know that's it we've shown you this let's move yeah. on that's yeah. that's kind of like the impression i got from a lot of these like really big events and i think that's you know, apart from the bad writing, that's one of the things. And it, again, this stems from that bad writing. Mm -hmm. It's the fact that they gloss over really, really traumatic things. Yeah. And it's not like it doesn't land well like that. That to me is never going to land well, I don't think. Yeah. The second couple. So let's quickly go through <laughs> the second I couple. Them. I love them. I thought they were the star of the show by the end of the show by episode like six or so. I was like, this is it. Like we can stay here with them and we don't mm -hmm. need to go back to Duna and Wonjin oh. because, and I called them the jujitsu couple. Uh, yeah. That makes sense. Facts. <laughs> yeah. Because he was sort of annoyed with her and she was like this so bubbly and extroverted and loud. And he was very Obnoxious. quiet. And on, it was tick. the grumpy sunshine trope that exactly. I like love. Exactly. See, it was grumpy I sunshine. I tend to love that trope, but for some reason, it just didn't land for me. I don't yeah. know if by that point, I was just so annoyed with, <laughs> the again, show. I binged the whole thing. So I don't know if by that point, I was just so annoyed mm -hmm, with mm -hmm. the show that I was like, I, this character is very loud, very chaotic, very, I, I can't even. I didn't even. like her until they started pairing her up with, with him. Agreed. Yeah, 100% yeah. agreed. She yeah, was very obnoxious. Like she was very rude. Yeah. like and i'm like are, are you just saying all foreigners are obnoxious and rude because i feel like every time they throw you know somebody not korean or pretending not to be korean mm. into these things they tend to be these like very kind of negative stereotypes yeah. wait was she um, not meant to which, be korean no, no, she, no was she was she was she was korean but she moved to brazil 
Okay. So no, like, I, got, she, I got that. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So okay, she okay. was like, I think when she gets kicked out of the school, like she gets kicked out of the dorm, that's she says it's she because moves. I'm a foreigner. Yeah. And yeah okay. Blah, blah, blah. So yeah, that's she was point, very. They don't even consider her Korean. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so she's like very, you know, loud and what I'm very loud. Like I can't argue that that's some of us over here. I will say. But... I will say. I will say that does kind of now thinking about it that does go with brazilian culture and portuguese culture in general we tend to be very loud people i'm hispanic and italian i'm always exactly like come on man (laughs) like we're loud by nature people like Mm -hmm. a lot of the time they'll question me they'll be like why are you arguing with your mom i'm like i'm not arguing with my mom i'm like i'm having a nice conversation like i don't understand what you're talking about it's because we tend to be very loud in general i used Mm -hmm. to be called out in school constantly for how loud I was like they would my parents oh yeah yeah my parents would be like my mom would be called in and she's like she's a bit disruptive to the classroom because she's so loud and I'm like I'm sorry I can't help it because you don't even realize that's the volume you're talking Mm -hmm. out so uh, so so she was like that she they they built her a little different than the other characters I'm guessing so pretty obnoxious because she's like not reading the room and she's like no not not kind of considering other people mm-hmm. and that's that's fine up until like they get to her and jong-un and what i liked about them was that they showed the moment that he fell for her and yes. i was like oh this is great because they're eating after like the jujitsu thing and they, it doesn't even matter what they're talking about but all of a sudden she starts eating and she's like oh my god this is so she good. does the little oh, happy yeah, dance, little happy dance. Doing yeah, the happy yeah yeah dance. yeah and he is like, oh my god! Like you could see his like h- the heart eyes. Yeah, yeah, happen. yeah. I love when he asks the the other roommate, like, what does it mean when like you feel this kind of way when somebody just what like does this? While they're yeah, yeah, kind of, yeah, and he's like funny. explaining it. Like I thought that was so cute. I agree. I think they were the cutest couple. I loved them. Uh, like their couple made more sense because. Right again they were the grumpy sunshine and they worked together to like make themselves like at the end when they like kind of fast forward and they're living together and yeah. like she comes out and she gives him a hug and they're all like so cutesy they together are, and, like, they are like oh i loved it i absolutely loved that i thought it was so flipping cute they are your very straightforward romance rom-com mm-hmm. couple though aren't they yeah. so it, yeah. i mean it, they these couples tend to land in general because it's the true and tried formula of mm-hmm. uh, of romance i think i did, did like the other else? housemate oh. you did because i didn't like him. I, he no i didn't okay let me let me rephrase this i didn't like him in the like in that whole like in the shared house but i loved him in the future where he's literally oh, the oh, yeah, 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 yeah. heartbrokenness to, to sell women on how to get men i thought that oh was absolutely i was like that is perfect that like they nailed that character that was hilarious to but me see, i did enjoy that this is what i mean like the friends are living in a comedy rom-com world mm-hmm, and then true. like the main couple is like living exactly. in a drama. you're right That's, you're like, so right you're so right it's like it's two different stories it's two completely different stories Mm -hmm. um and also i love the fact that uh our male lead is described as this very like ordinary plain guy and yet everybody's in love with him 
can we just you know, literally right everybody's in love with him dude is in all love three with him. women yeah, all, all three, three women, women are in love with him at some point so also like what's there to like about him like let me just <laughs> let me just go for one zoom for a second because i'm confused about what is appealing about him other than he's hot and he's tall really you don't like ordinary ordinary he was like having <laughs> conversations with people and i'm like where's the personality yeah, like what's lunch <laughs> yeah He's a bit, I think he's the type of character that is just like a people people pleaser. So he'll just kind of like go, go along, you know. I saw some people like making reference that he's kind of like a golden retriever. And I'm like, no, mm, I don't Where? think so. I don't Where? think was, so. I felt like he was socially stunted with women. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. when he talked to his buddy, he was all like, he, he was, was very fine. chatty. Normal. He could talk about anything, everything, whatever. But when it came to the women... He was very awkward and like, and it was maybe because he did, you know, he liked Jinju. So he was like awkward about the fact that mm. he had told her he liked her and she dipped on him, like completely yeah. ghosted him kind of thing. That and was then, her fault. That was on her too. Yeah, no, that yeah. was he got on ghosted her. And twice. then I think with, I think with Duna, <laughs> it was more the whole, at first she was very standoffish to him and he didn't know why. And he was like, okay, I'm just going to like, who is this? Like she, why does yeah. she hate me so much already? not realizing that the hoodie he was wearing that his friend gave him was her group um first of all how do you not know that as your best friend is the biggest fanboy of this group and he gives like you a he's gift an idiot with logo on it how is he in engineering or whatever the frig he's in um yeah but yeah so like that was with him and with her and then the other one he just absolutely hated her simply because she was friendly right she was she was i mean she was a lot to handle she was a lot but she wasn't like that as a kid she just wanted to be a friend as a kid well yeah but some people don't want to be friends (laughs) i'm like i guess you keep pushing and keep pushing and keep pushing like if you're imposing on somebody like like i mean i think it was well i think with their relationship it was more so the 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 parents had started that and so she had this mindset of I he's he's my future husband and whatnot so maybe that's why she became so pushy um but yeah uh, okay so liking... let's talk about things that don't make sense like every the whole show the well, yeah, besides the whole, the whole show, show I'm referring to their sex scene which began with oh take off my shirt <laughs> my wet I shirt I can't I can't right I was like I was, say, like, I will I was say... like homegirl first of all it's a crop top second of all it's loose fitting Third of all, it's not like like uh, athleisure that's like spandex and stuck to your body and that yeah. when it gets wet, okay, maybe you need a little help getting it off. I was like, how can she not take off her shirt? I was truly baffled by, oh, take off my shirt. <laughs> I will say, though, their, their kiss scene under the uh, bridge, that was okay. I I don't know. You guys watched Which one? It. The uh, I think the, first the first one, one. or first one. when they're sneaking off, uh, it's probably the first, I don't know, the the first, first one. one. I think it it's by the, the by the one. shared house still. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah there were I, two right, under the bridge. I, I will say though, I don't know how well this was at normal speed because I did not watch it at normal speed. And sometimes sped up kiss scenes work like a charm. <laughs> they make them so much better. So I don't know, but at the speed that I was watching, that kiss scene worked <laughs> pretty well. <laughs> I I liked their kiss scenes. Their kiss scenes were great. Were they the best I've ever seen? Absolutely not. 
I did enjoy I did enjoy the reverse countertop as I've called it and like oh, as Netflix oh, yeah, has yeah, called yeah. it oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Do the know. one being pushed up to the countertop yeah, 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 yeah. I really like that I thought that was really like I thought that was a good one I did like both under the bridge scenes under the bridge kiss scenes um where they were like sneaking off and he like pushes her into the into the wall and then i think she spins him and pushes him against i liked <laughs> i liked their kissing scenes i did enjoy their kissing scenes it was all right to me yeah it was I, okay it was yeah okay i saw it wasn't the best i did it's, like them though right. i did like them i just yeah i feel like i should change my rating of this <laughs> After after everything, after everything I've complained about, like I can't I can't validate my three nine based on Jinju, you know? Do we have anything else that we want to talk about? Because I we can't sit here for another hour and just really bash on this tear down the show. I know, I know. Nine, nine. I yeah, I don't think I have anything else. You're good. Yeah, I'm good. Like I it's done. I'm it's behind me. I don't yeah. intend on revisiting again. Yeah. I, I'm gonna go and uh, go back to my uh, only for love after this for some therapy. Oh <laughs> fair enough. Fair enough. Anything fair else you wanted to add, Sam? About the show? No. I, I honestly <laughs> I like after after doing this, I'm kind of like enraged by the show that I'm like, why <laughs> do I like this? so much <laughs> there was also like the two-faced ceo of the company the entertainment company they were like the manager made it a point of saying i'm not the one that's suing you it's the it's the president yeah or mm-hmm. the ceo mm-hmm. who's doing it so then they finally show the ceo later when she's saying when dude is like i'm gonna come back and i'm gonna be a soloist and all this stuff and the yeah. ceo was and super like the- agreeable yeah yeah, <laughs> she yeah, was yeah, like, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah that was confusing was- i was like wait wait wait. if this was ha- if this is how it could have been why didn't you just do that and she wouldn't have even had to leave and I all think, this kind of stuff i think for me as my last point the thing that i'm most mad about this it's the fact that the show had so much potential and they mm-hmm. wasted it because yeah. that is also that is like a crime to waste like yeah. potential um but yeah, that's that's all my uh, my thoughts. Can I tell you when I first saw like even the trailer or like those you know two second teasers? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Of this show, can I tell you? I thought it was a horror show <laughs> because the font gave me horror vibes. Yeah, the Duna font. Yeah, is the like Duna. Kind of the Duna yeah, yeah. font is very like oh what is is this a thriller is this like a psychological thriller like i literally thought that and like all of these like you know little things that they would they would hint at like you know her little hanging photo card i'm like i was waiting for blood to splatter on it like i literally when i first saw the ads for this i was a hundred percent convinced it was a horror show do you know what i wouldn't put it past a korean drama to do that it makes a lot of sense. You know what? It would have been way more interesting as like yeah, an idol out. horror. Mm. Yeah, that would have been cool. Like, like there's a, um, you know, she left the industry because there was some sort of a murder or something around. That would have yeah, and she like better. had to stay safe from that stalker yeah. person. Oh, that would have been a good reason for like her trauma yeah. and whatnot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And there it's another go. idol that's committing the murders, which is why the couple yeah, is trying exactly. to keep the house hush. Exactly. Look at this, guys. We're writing our own. See, dinner. look. Yeah. <laughs> Just hire us already. <laughs> yeah. We're available. Oh, Give my God. 
All right. So that was our pitch for <laughs> what Duna should have been. Duna Netflix, season two. To us, do season two and do it right. So we're going to get out of here. Thank you guys so much for coming on the show. Where can we find you guys online? For those who haven't heard the other episodes with you guys on them. So you can find me at tea and soju pod, all one word over on Instagram and uh, X, Twitter, whatever, and TikTok. And if you would love more Chinese I tend to focus on Chinese dramas but you know reviews and also we have Jess on every month now so um drama trio like, exactly uh you can search up uh the tea and soju sea drama podcast on Spotify Apple podcasts and all of those places and I have Korean from context you can find me on Instagram TikTok with Korean from context uh, and x which I don't really use, so (laughs) don't waste your time. Um, (laughs) And then um, I actually do host a podcast with one of my best friends called the BL Buddies Podcast. You can find us on Instagram, YouTube, Spotify, all that stuff under BL Buddies, a podcast. And we've both guested on your podcast. And you did. You did. Maybe we'll have to have a quadruple. Yeah, oh my God, yes. What is that? A quartet? Yeah, quartet. Quartet. Yes. yeah there you go let's do this we'll do a i'm, uh, I'm down i'm we'll down do, we'll do give a, me another bl i'll eat that shit yeah. up. so okay <laughs> thank you so much for coming on this duna journey with us and if you have anything you'd like to say to us we are more than happy to talk to you in our dms on all the socials you know where to find us and that's it that's been our show i'm jessica and this is the teba k rambles podcast I will take time more steps towards you when you move back. There's no reason it's needed for me. Even though it's too far, it doesn't matter where you are. My thoughts always go back to you because.